0: Trials of Apollo, The Hidden Oracle, Chapter 37. Hey, look, it's Percy. Least he could do was help out. Taught him everything. I was too surprised to speak.
1: otherwise. Hi, I'm Ava. I'm Neve.
0: And I'm Brayden.
1: And this is Return
2: to Camp Half-Blood, the English class that you always wanted.
0: Where we analyze the Percy Jackson and Heroes of Olympus books through a new theme every week. Hi, Neve. Hi, Ava. how are we?
1: Sleepy as hell. Um, I basically just worked at like a sleepaway camp type sitch for like two weeks. And I am swiped. um, But I am in my own house right now, which is very exciting. I'm about to start the day camp portion of of this job tomorrow, which is grand. It's a little... um, It's different, but I get to get my morning coffee and sleep in my own bed. And so that is the ticket
0: that is something to be grateful for for sure
1: yes yeah. it is <laughs> how are you Nev? i'm
2: good i am working all the time i feel like that's always my update i'm sorry it's just well, we're just like that's the that's the, my, truth. We yeah. that's my truth i am working at this restaurant all the time um but um i i have a controversial opinion because i run around a lot at my job And I've started doing, my mom has been really into, like, exercise classes at the the gym that we're all members of. And she's like, she doesn't want to go by her. So, like, I just go with her specifically to, like, yoga classes. Mm -hmm. And is it worth getting stronger if it hurts? (laughs) Because my body hurts all the time now. (laughs) Literally just constant ache. And yes, I'm stronger, but is it worth it? That's the dilemma. I love being
0: more. That's how I feel about leg day. I'm like, (laughs) I I work a job where I run around for eight to ten hours. Literally. Why am I exercising my legs? I am. I won't skip. Because once I skip, I will never get back on it. Mm. It is so easy to be like... I could just do anything else, but no, I've gotten on a good routine of it. So I won't quit now, but I hate it.
2: I was in this yoga class this morning and I was looking around and I was like, you adults, like, you know, you 40 year olds who are also in this class with me, like you maybe find this stretch painful because it's like stretching your arm or like your hip or something, But no, like, the soles of my feet were in, like, unbelievable level excruciating pain because I'm on my feet, like, 24-7. It was actually, like, like, the one single stretch to them, they were, like, gone. They were, like, this is too much. This is too much for today. And I was, like, what have I become? Like, is this worth it? Stronger but achier all the time? So that's what's been going on with me recently
1: no, because I get it. Like I have a weird thing with soreness where like the dance major in me eats it up because I'm like, I know next class I'll feel better, you know. But at the same time, then it's like when there isn't a next class, you're like, what is my body supposed to be doing right now? And why does it hurt all the time? And I hate this.
0: There is something that it does feel a little good about it. It's like rewarding in a painful way. You're like, I hurt. But I know it's because I did something that was good for me.
1: Right. Like I turned it and this is.
0: I turned the party and this is just the consequence of turning the party. Turning
1: the party.
3: Right. Yeah. (laughs) Right.
0: I'm fine. Thanks for asking.
2: Oh yeah. How are you? Oh, I forgot to do my little. Yeah. It's my bad. Brayden, um, how are you doing
0: I'm fine thanks for asking um yeah like no like I'm fine is, is the summary I'm yeah. also just working all the time uh. and when I'm not working I am exactly that was my answer to what I'm doing when I'm not working not much because I'm what always working um like yeah I'm working or I'm doing this podcast i feel like i feel like we've recorded these episodes so often we haven't we've been recording them once a week we're not banking episodes but i feel like i am living for this podcast like this is i know the most interesting part of my week
1: because i'm at work otherwise yeah yeah
0: and like it's so exciting yeah yeah it's this and watching drag race once a week (laughs)
1: <laughs> I haven't right, even just, been able to do that. I'm gonna watch an episode tonight when I go to sleep.
0: You have to catch up just I'm, for the finale.
1: I'm so un. It's a hate
0: right
2: watch at this point. No, it's awful. This season, I do think I, I know the two watching. people.
0: It's pretty obvious who the top two is. I yeah,
2: I mean, so
1: I know funny. one of them for sure, and I'm not pleased. But I think I'm pleased about the other one.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. It's yeah, I hate this season of Drag Race. Like it's, it's a awful. Hate watch. I actually can't believe we're still watching. It's just like a nice thing it, to like make sure we see each other once a week. So, mm-hmm. but still, Jesus Christ, is it is it rough? It's sad. It is sad. But yeah, I didn't mean to be sad in that like I don't have any joys in my life. But I was trying to highlight <laughs> that how much I enjoy this podcast always being there once a week throughout the past three, almost like over three years of my life um, is always a bright spot, especially this week. Cause let me tell you, I fucking loved these chapters. I'm so excited to talk about them. I did. I'm excited. Um, Yeah. So welcome back to return to camp half blood. Uh, This week we'll be discussing the Trials of Apollo, the Hidden Oracle, chapters 37 through 39, because it doesn't end at 40, even though it really feels like it should, through the theme of ego.
3: Yeah. Ava? Yeah.
0: Would you like to tell us what happened this week?
1: Like, I guess, but not that...
0: Well, then go.
1: Oh, fuck. Okay, so essentially... um... Percy is back and they're all excited. And then they basically realize that the Colossus is sneezing the house down. And then they're like, is he, Is this the plague. Is he, does he have some allergies going on? And then he sneezes his own head off and that's pretty cunty. And then, um, basically, I don't know, that kind of takes care of the problem. And then Apollo's talking about the prophecy and Percy's like, it sounds like you're going to be decently happy. So you should stop worrying about it. And Calypso and Leo are slaying and um, Percy and Clops are a little awkward and Apollo is learning how to be nice and a person. And he's like, wow, Calypso like really chose to be immortal, huh? Um, I didn't at all. And also Mrs. O'Leary is there.
0: You um, are out of time. Okay.
1: Oh, and a bunch of people kick Leo and punch him. Yeah, they do. That was important. That was yeah. very
2: important.
0: Yeah, that was, that was pretty good. It wasn't like not, a lot of plot stuff didn't happen. It was right. more very interpersonal and more like
3: yeah.
0: relationship y stuff.
3: Yeah. What songs are we bring this week?
2: So, so it's another Noah Kahn song because I have to finish off the playlist with another one. Um, Where? sorry. No, it's. Uh, but yeah, it's called No Complaints. Um, yeah. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. Um, it's another one off the extended 6 season album. Um and it's really good. It's just basically talking about like the main like um like repeated line in the song is like who am I to complain? And I feel like that's kind of what Apollo is going through on this whole book, (laughs) you know, of Mm -hmm. like, you know, like the acceptance of being mortal and like the situation that he's in at the moment. Um, And the song is while the main line is like, who am I to complain? And it's like, it's a lot of complaining um, (laughs) about like being in a shitty situation, but then being like, but I just need to move forward and like achieve, you know, um also it has that line that went viral on tiktok for like eight seconds that's like i saw the end and it looked just like the middle um which i also thought was very like getting this prophecy like oh my god like you know like apollo getting from the grove i also thought it was very fitting to that so i see it um
1: so i did forget to pick a song until like five seconds ago um And I was like, I knew there was something I was missing. And it was that. So I just did the follow spot for a production of Gypsy at the place I work. And I really think that Apollo gives Mama Rose like real hard. And all I think about, all I can think about right now is that I need him to sing Rose's Turn. Because I really think that Apollo is the type of bitch to be like, someone tell me, when is it my turn? Don't I get a dream for myself? Like, he's so self-centered. So I picked Rose's turn from the musical gypsy because it feels right, even though I don't know why that show is still being produced.
2: But it's Patty LuPone. So
0: Could I put the Glee version?
2: No. No, Glee version. Put the Glee version. I guess it I haven't seen Glee, but he's so nice got the house down. Kurt absolutely kills it. I just haven't seen Glee. Oh,
0: so if good. you had seen Glee, you would understand why it's it so has good. to be the Glee version.
1: Okay, I trust it's it. I kind of trust you. What turn. What
2: off I run with? It's yeah. a great ad- adaptation of okay, it.
1: Okay, I trust it. I
0: trust it. I trust it. It, it was a big queer moment on.
2: Okay. for
0: That's pop culture. That's good. Um, oh, yeah, everything's
1: coming up, Kurt.
0: Yes. <laughs> okay
1: put it on the playlist
0: <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, i gonna... i almost went really comical and i i was i'm still conflicted to not do it but i i thought ha, had a good um actual song in the end uh the comical choice that i was going to choose was i was like what it, what song is the valdesinator playing
2: oh true as it
0: arrives and i went Vengabus.
2: Yep. Yep. Took me a sec, but I love it. It
0: is. That wasn't my choice, though. Oh, you're right. Although maybe I have to add it as an honorable mention at the end of the playlist. (laughs) Um, But my choice was "Dreams" by Fleetwood Mac. Um, It is like just a song about accepting what life throws at you, and like being ready to move on from it. Um, and I felt like that was. Really summarized Apollo's like catharsis in the end uh, of this book.
3: Um, Maybe and I really like that. But I will throw a Vangabus. As you should. I think it's hilarious.
0: Speaking of, fucking my boy is back. Yeah. Favorite part Leo arriving. <laughs>
1: no i'm so happy it's like him and percy at once i was like
0: we're spoiled we're spoiled no i was like rick this is a treat yeah this is like this quickly became one of my favorite books in these books <laughs> I all of them loved this book yeah like we finished this book which is incredible is crazy and i loved it i'm I so excited to start the next one this book
2: yeah me too
0: the fact that it sets up that this next book is going to be an apollo leo calypso
2: literally it's lit insane slay insane slay
0: she she i i bad habit calling rick Riordan. and she um it's no i I'm, like it. i'm gay <laughs> the deal with it uh, no but she really hit the slay button
1: Oh, she did hit the sleigh button. Yeah, she hit the sleigh button as a gender neutral
0: phrase, in my opinion. What was
2: saying? The, what was Allison saying last night? The like, like mother, the, the, the mother, mother,
0: the what, the mother quake meter,
2: mother quake meter,
0: off the charts on the mother quake meter.
2: That okay, that's crazy.
0: <laughs> House no, stone. it was great.
2: Also, the whole camp lining up to hit Leo because he was gone for six months is just so real. It that just, was incredible. Like, like, our friends would we would do that.
0: I was really for it until Chiron pulled up. Yeah. Like, that. I, I'm not gonna get into this further because this is my vote off for the week, so we'll come back to this, but Chiron get ready. Yeah, I okay. was pissed <laughs> off. Buck real your wheelchair. <laughs> <Bruh>. <laughs> I am coming for you at the end of this episode.
2: Yeah, I was
1: pissed at him.
2: Was that sick? The moment with Harley was like sad, though. like in a like in a heart-wrenching sort of way, like, oh, yeah. like glad it worked out, but so sweet.:
0: It's I love Harley, another new favorite character. Yeah He's yes. the most sweet. Precious. Such a cutie.: him and his flamethrower.
2: He just wanted to use his flamethrower.
0: I love game. him.
1: He's so baby. He's so baby. But so
2: not baby, because he's violent. But but to me, he is so baby. But
0: he's also like what eight at most, right? I don't, do we get an exact age?
2: No, but he is giving like eight, nine year old, like third yeah. grade coded,
0: third grade coded, strong, third yes. to fifth, fifth highest.
2: Yeah, fifth highest. True.
0: Any other favorite moments?
1: I love any Mrs. O'Leary content, to be honest.
0: Truth. Mrs. I like our, our speculation at the end. <laughs> that, like, does Mrs. O'Leary swim? Does she jump through the shadows of whales?
2: Yeah. We're asking the real questions here.
0: No, but like, let's, that's one of my favorite parts of this book is that Apollo is constantly asking the questions we've been asking for the past three years.
2: yeah. Because he also doesn't know, even though he really should. But, yeah. like,
0: he, if Apollo was on the Argo 2, he'd be like, so is Frank one bee or multiple bees?
3: <laughs> no, so he, real! This
1: is why he is my godly parent, because he and I ask the same type of questions, derogatory, but, like...
0: How many I, bees? How do you spell Cyclops?
1: Yes. True. How many bees? Uh,
0: bruh. We've laid that to rest. We can't get back into it.
1: I know. Oh I'm just God. thinking about the chronicles of, of our discussion. Like that.
2: Wow.
0: That. Or the Cyclops thing took forever. We had to get a, a professor <laughs>
2: yeah here answer.
0: to answer that, that question for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Let's take a break and then we'll be back to talk about the theme of ego.
3: Huge slay. All right. Ego. Where do
0: we want to ego first? Bruh. Yeah, that was bad. And I apologize right now.
2: No, I like <laughs>
0: that. This, this is my public apology. I'm <laughs> going to pull out the, the guitar, the ukulele. I'm going to sing a little song. Oh,
2: literally, please. And then we're going yeah. to copyright claim it.
0: She
3: copyrighted like, claiming that? Yep. Camp oh camp. my god, copyright
2: claimed it and then tried to um share the revenue from Are you familiar with H3 Productions? Yes. They did a podcast episode on it and then she claimed their video on YouTube and got a shared revenue. And they're obviously going to fight it because it was clearly fair use, but it's just crazy that she did that. Yeah. Interesting.
0: If any of our audience doesn't know what we're talking about, we're talking about Colleen Ballinger.
2: Yeah, uh, her, it keeps her. getting worse, girl. It keeps getting so much worse.
0: Do we see the Trisha video?
2: Yeah, I haven't yet. I need when, to.
0: When Trisha Paytas I is know. in the right, you are really in the wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you, you have reached a new level of incorrect.
1: I do think Colleen just keeps digging herself deeper.
0: Speaking of ego and digging yourself deeper. Apollo, Apollo's journey with ego has been so interesting throughout this book because I would argue at the beginning of this book, he experiences an ego death.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah.
0: And this has been his like journey at like finding his ego once again. Yeah. Like a psychological term and then at the same time in like the noun version he has a huge ego that shrinks. So it's an interesting like (sighs)
2: Yeah. Yeah
0: opposite uh trajectory that's really really
2: compelling it's very interesting because like it's it's being humbled by changing his entire reality and identity Mm -hmm. so then we have like multiple types of growth going on at the same time like in the sense of like he's growing as not in the sense of not being a you know a selfish jerk anymore but also like growing an entirely new personhood different yeah. to what he was before in like every like even on like a molecular level which yeah. is very interesting to watch yeah and it we see like the whole like i think there was it was during the it was yeah it was with chiron and percy and he was like like when they were like you need to shoot this you know plague arrow that you just made a plague arrow and he was like i can't do it which i found such an interesting part to throw like a like i'm nothing sort of line when he did just access his godly powers again to like make the arrow make people sneeze you know yeah <laughs> so i thought that was int- like even with like literal physical evidence in front of him that he is still like something more than mortal he's like no but i'm nothing now
0: it is crazy how like he was so destroyed from having a massive narcissistic ego to given such a reality check and an ego death that he cannot believe in himself at all anymore. Yeah. To, like learning to believe in himself a little at a time by proving his worth at individual things, which is so human. It's yeah. Yeah. And, and it really like, he even talks about like, He's like, I wish I could stay at camp and like practice.
2: I loved that little monologue. That was so cool. I did too. That was one of my favorite parts.
0: It was just it, that little line of that monologue was so illuminating. In that, like, he has learned that the value of practice that that he needs to work at things that he is not a god anymore, but that doesn't mean he doesn't have potential. Right. But at the same time he has to work for it. It was just Rick does a good job at not hammering the themes ho- home too strongly, but yeah. but really making them very blatant at the same time. I just I I think this book is some of Rick's best writing hands down.
2: It was also so hard... that like uh that little monologue was so heartwarming too because it was like just parallels to Percy's narration of like when he has to like, you know, go home for the summer or go home for the school year or like go on quests or something. And he's like, I just want to stay here and like find a home that I've never had before. Mm-hmm. And to see like the parallels of, you know, like a kid, this like character that we've known since he was like a dumb 12 year old who, you know, just kind of like stumbled into this to a like God or, a you know, not right now, but most of the time (laughs) like also having that same sentiment was so interesting because this god has literally lived for you know millennium it gives a lot of power to percy
0: it was great to see percy as that mentor figure and he's the like he's kind of the luke in this situation obviously luke became evil but like he's he's to apollo what Percy was or Luke was to Percy before Luke obviously betrayed them all. But yeah, like that older person who is that that ideal, that mentor, that that um map for what you want your life to be. Like Apollo's, like, I if I'm gonna be a human, I wanna be a human like Percy Jackson is. Yeah.
3: And I'm like, ah.
0: that is incredible because that's like how obviously all of the readers feel. Like that would as I was like a eight-year-old reading The Lightning Thief for the first time yeah like that's exactly how I felt too yeah
1: yeah it's also crazy because that kind of like it's so weirdly cyclical like and I don't I'm like we all went to liberal arts college we've all heard like the I mean we all meaning like the people on this podcast but like We've all so many times heard, like, the phrase, like, "Mm, everything is cyclical. And, like, I don't believe that. But, like, the really funky, cool idea that, like, the kind of positionality has completely switched is so fun. Um, Especially with the monologue that Apollo... I don't know. Apollo has a little moment where he talks about how like baseline human behavior has never changed. And like, I am just the biggest fan of that concept, like from a historical and classical lens. And like, so it's this idea. And like, I think about that in the context of like, we as modern people can learn a lot about ourselves by looking at ancient figures and their behavior. He is an ancient figure. He's learning about himself by looking at a modern demigod. That's crazy. I love it.
0: It, Oh, so it's such a compelling flip of the narrative. Even like baseline, we're talking about ego. Ego is something that comes out of like Freud and is a foundation of modern psychology. Right. Modern psychology is hugely based on the classics, like, especially the Greek classics really influenced archetypes for how modern psychologists have defined specific personality types and psychological concepts. So mm-hmm. seeing this really human psychology play through a classical figure really shines a light on both the problems with basing these things off of classical uh traditions but also the like foundationalness of them in our society like we are told throughout percy jackson heroes of olympus and now trials of apollo that western society was based on greece and rome it's Mm -hmm. a lot to be told that like as especially as like an eight nine ten even like in high school yeah you're not necessarily understanding actually what that means. Right. Because it's so cross genre and culture and uh, so many different aspects of society have been inspired by classical things.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And so
0: really getting some pinpoint angles of, of where that diversity of inspiration comes from is is really compelling about Apollo as our new protagonist character.
1: I love it. Just watching him learn from modern people is like my favorite thing ever. It's just, Oh my God. It's the coolest.
0: Other thoughts about ego.
1: Chiron has one.
0: Oh, Chiron has one. Oh, I'm still gonna save my rant for, for guys, both of them.
1: You guys remember when I was a Chiron apologist?
0: You were a Chiron Apologist. We had to break but It was that. a
2: lot easier in the original series to be. A it was. And listen, I You don't admit- have
0: the nostalgia like playing for him.
1: You have huge nostalgia and you have the fact that like you can't take Pierce Brosnan
0: seriously. That's real.
3: Yeah.
1: So
0: once yeah. you've seen him in Mamma Mia, you're like, that man can't say. Over-
3: yeah. <laughs>
1: He's such a bad singer. I love him so much. No, but yeah. Now I just really hate everything he stands for. Not Pierce.
0: Um,
2: <laughs> not or, Pierce. Yeah. Not Pierce. <laughs> Don't you're get me. Pierce.
1: Listen, Pierce fan. However,
0: this is a pro Pierce Brosnan podcast. I mean, okay.
2: personally, I think it's. Like,
0: I know. A, a pretty neutral. Uh, mm-hmm. Personally, on Pierce Brosnan, but I know that that I is, think
2: he's. This-
1: hilarious without meaning to be so I'm pretty pro
0: I also think the Calypso stuff is really interesting the Calypso, yeah. Percy, Leo thing that could be a love triangle moment but the way they all kind of set aside their egos and like decide to get along Yeah, and I like that we it's don't very see-
2: mature for specifically Leo yeah but, so, hey.
0: it is like crazy because Leo has had such an imposter syndrome historically that like seeing Leo confident that Calypso loves him and that he doesn't need to worry about competing with Percy is such incredible character growth for Leo it's such a subtle thing
3: yeah I I agree
0: I hope we in this next book get to learn what this beef between Apollo and Calypso is.
2: I know. It's literally like, do not ask me about it. It's like, well, you know what we're going to do next book, babe? Ask. <laughs> you better provide the details. I know. I, d- I really,
1: I would love to know.
2: I'm also excited to like actually get to know Calypso outside the, the scope of like her... Mechanism in a like wider story to serve one of our other characters. Yeah, agree. Especially days,
0: like not like serving hard. a male character anymore. Yeah,
2: yeah. Because like <laughs> the only way we've known her in the story is just like through the lens of Leo or the lens of Percy, like in a in a romantic type of way, and also in a like move their plot and story along kind of way. Right, agreed And we'll just get to know her as like a person. Because yeah, she seems fierce as hell. Clearly, based on whatever's going on, Apollo and her are not going to be in a love triangle anytime soon. So we'll just get to know from, you know, from that.
0: Yeah, from a non-romantic perspective. Yeah. I am really interested in the parallel between Apollo and Calypso. Yep. This, like, forced mm. mortality versus the chosen mortality, I think yep. is is spelled out so well. In a way that I'm really excited to explore even more because I think it is really complicated.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And he's already talking about it too. Literally, like yeah. he he just saw her and was like, "Oh, she chose to be like." It's going to be a big conversation,
0: and I'm really interested to see how mortal we find out Calypso is, and like, mm.
1: good point, yeah.
0: Like, if she is like completely mortal now. She also
3: chose basically to die for Leo. And
0: that's big. Mm. Like not just lose her power. She doesn't really know what will happen. I don't think. So it's interesting to see what happens.
3: What I did for love. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Any other thoughts about ego? No. No, I'm good. Talk to That's you. incredible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Should we go to sass moments?
2: I have mine pulled up.
3: Go now.
2: Somehow, I managed to react appropriately. Three cheers for reacting appropriately. Slay. <laughs> like, I was like, me. Anytime that I like, don't mess something up at work or like, helps, like, help someone out, I'm like, yes! normal interaction (laughs) just really
3: felt that that's real
0: i'm trying to find mine
2: y'all don't screenshot it before this starts there are a lot of
0: options i don't know i I, I my my page that mine is on isn't loading Mm -hmm. because sometimes the pdf i use doesn't completely load so I'm trying to like re- refresh it and find it. Cause it was pulled up.
1: Yeah. I do think like, I don't know. I had one and then I thought about the, um, Oh, I found it. Go crazy.
0: But they are the Apollo cabin. Harley complained besides my flamethrower. You can play with your flamethrower later. Chiron promised. <laughs> Please. they really so true. Harley is a maniac and I love him.
1: I, I agree. I can't find, oh God, I can't find it. I am. Um, uh, hello, hello, hello. I don't know. It was, it was the moment where he was talking about how he's like, oh, I'm going to hit on that girl. Wait, actually, I might hit on her boyfriend. Hmm. Much to think about.
0: <laughs> that was good. it was was like
1: Kiara and someone else
0: yeah
1: oh my god I can't remember who what the guy's name was but it was so funny um
3: I don't know I know know what you're talking about
1: though yeah yeah oh 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 here it is I wanted to flirt with Kiara and steal her away from Damien or perhaps steal Damien away from Kiara I wasn't sure yet
0: (laughs) that was good think about
3: dang I love him he he understands
0: all right is offering time so the way we do this in our last episode a reminder for our listeners we will go through both offerings and votes off for the chapter and then we'll all do one for the final overall of the book so who would like to go first
2: what are we doing first offerings or offerings offerings first Okay. Oh, I had it. Where'd it go? Oh, yeah. For the chapter, it's Harley.
3: Yeah, real. That's very fair.
2: Leo, congrats on being alive and making it back to camp. But
0: also, right? Yeah. I, I was also really tempted for Harley. Um. And that's why I'm choosing Harley.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's fair. I just keep Oh, that's I am yawning, apparently. Um didn't mean to, but I keep thinking about how Girlboss Calypso is. So I have to give it to her. Real. Yep. Huge fan of
2: her
0: work. She deserved one, so I'm glad she got one. Yeah. All right, vote's off.
2: (laughs) You I think need to speak on something.
0: I do need to speak on something. (laughs) Chiron just assaulted a child. Chiron is not only playing a 50-year-old man. He is thousands of years old. Leo is literally 16. Mm -hmm. You just kicked him with a horse leg. Horses notoriously have legs that kill people. They do. What the fuck, Chiron? Chiron? Not only did you kick your student, you hid the leg and did it as a reveal. <laughs> reveal yourself. You, you, had, you had someone push you up in your wheelchair that you were hiding in for no reason, frankly, because you're in the camp. Yeah. Walk around. Stop pretending to be a disabled person. You are not. The disability of politics of Chiron are a whole other thing that I won't get into because I'm not qualified to speak on them, but... It's sketchy. Mm. It's iffy. We are slightly concerned. That's true. And then you kick a teenager. Managers and teachers and anyone in authority roles aren't allowed to touch in any way children, teenagers, their employees. (laughs) Shame on you.
2: Children, teenagers, and employees all at the same time. No, she yeah.
0: On you, Chiron.
2: You are, you are right guy. about it. You are right.
1: And I do think they breeze past it.
0: Yeah. It was oh, I was so like, mad. I, I'm punching the air.
1: You did kick a kid who didn't really do anything to use. Because
0: Leo also didn't I like it was funny. Leo didn't want to pretend to be dead.
1: No, he didn't sign up for that
2: i know
0: i'm like so, I certainly did not deserve to be kicked by a teacher
2: i see by That's a horse the, is by there's a, horse. a there,
1: yeah i mean there's a significant difference between like if like something dangerous happened to one of you and like you came back okay i'd probably do the the thing that like people do in movies where they like punch their arm and be like i was so worried about you fuck you but i'm so glad you're okay i love you like you know what i mean yeah but, like, Kyron doesn't have that kind of relationship with his kid. Because it's a kid. And also, y'all aren't close like that.
0: Also, kicks are so different than a punch.
1: Yeah. Definitely. You could literally just slap someone on the arm lightly. And be like, goddamn, fuck you. But also, I'm so glad you're okay.
3: Yep. But yep, that's yep. a hoof. Let's think about it. A whole fucking hoof. With that was a great speech, a horseshoe.
1: I'll also
2: give it to Chiron
1: to be honest. I'm gonna give it to Zeus because I feel like it's like a bookend. I feel like I just have to end every book with the Zeus um vote off. Yeah, I feel like Chiron. I mean, Chiron's gotten two, so that's pretty good, but yeah, he in this book specifically has been epitomizing everything I hate about like lack of communication from authority
0: yeah i'm i'm real pissed at him this week yeah me too take your motherfucking horse ass and go home <laughs>
1: <laughs> Tate, you hear that folks take your motherfucking <laughs> horse ass and go
2: home. hope you all heard that loud and clear
0: <laughs> what are our offerings
2: oh for the whole thing oh my god
0: For the whole thing. That's hard. Mine is Apollo.
3: Yeah. He, I really appreciate his growth. Yeah. Okay, since you did that, I'll give mine to Meg. Miss girl. Damn.
2: (laughs) I know we're going to see her again, but I hope it's soon.
1: She's fierce.
2: Truly very worried.
1: Who are, like, the other characters in this book? I'm not giving it to Peaches.
0: It is mostly Meg and Will, or and Apollo. Not Will. Sorry, Will is also there, but
1: I'll give it to Apollo. He's my godly parent.
2: That feels right. Two, two for Apollo feels right.
1: Yeah, my boss like might be Apollo.
3: Isn't me realizing that? Yeah, that's crazy. Oh, who are we voting off? I'm gonna
0: go with a, uh, with Chiron again,
2: you know, period. mine is Peaches. I'm going with Nero, oh, fair enough, yeah,
1: <laughs> he just needed one, you know,
2: yeah, he was a very easily vote offable villain for, yeah. some
0: well, because like
1: what he did was actually so fucked
0: up, <laughs> no, like he was real big, fucked,
1: yeah. <laughs> reach
0: so with that we have our rankings
1: oh let's hear it
0: so ending on a positive note as always starting with the fuck yous
3: mm-hmm.
0: this is we're very concentrated this one actually so apollo has one vote off only good job apollo
2: good job apollo
0: as well as octavian still managed to get one off and period. makes parents get one off, Word. which, in retrospect, I feel kind of bad about.
2: Mm. I mean, don't know. for one, I guess who that are you, parent? Yeah, is yeah. Blocked, so,
0: so You're we you could right comp- on that. Yeah, if you would like to, you could compound that one onto Nero.
2: Yeah.
0: Yep. Uh, two votes off for the marmicas, wh- who I put in here as big aunt.
1: <laughs> okay, they were fierce.
0: They it's they scary. did come back to kind of slay. Right. But I hated them at the same time. Yeah. Though didn't I tell you we would come around on them?
3: No,
1: you did predict. They are so mother.
0: They're <laughs> oh. mama.
3: There it was oh. literally mama.
0: Well done, mama. <laughs> <It's
3: scary. laughs> well done, mama.
0: Um In third place for votes off, tied with six, are Nero slash the beast and Zeus.
3: Okay, per
1: They deserve each other. I hope they get married.
0: In second with seven. Peach baby. Known as Peaches to us now.
2: I was really thinking Peaches would take the win, honestly. Very soon. Oh no.
0: Oh, big winner. Big winner with nine, Chiron.
2: Big winner with nine. He know? That's was funny. really on his worst behavior. This book. He said, "Where are the kids? I don't know. They disappeared. But, but I'll let them keep me. going out in the woods. That's weird, though, right? Maybe you, Apollo, who's also going through something, should fix it. What? Like, I'm a 40
1: figure And I'm also not getting communicate with anyone and still act like everything is perfectly fine. Fuck off.
0: Fuck off." <laughs> Asking kids to fucking run your camp for you. Go die. All right. On a lighter note.
2: On a positive note.
0: With one we have in rapid fire, Calypso, Nico, Mama Rue, Annabeth, (laughs) Daphne, (coughs) Pete, Juniper, Dead Satyrs, Rachel, Kiara, and Cassandra.
3: Dead Satyrs.
0: With two in fourth place, we have Percy.
2: Slay. Yay, Percy!
0: And Percy didn't in, get a
2: vote off in this book. Probably the first time it's ever happened. I, look I
0: with an incredible. This second place group is fantastic. Yeah, I'm excited. We have Sally, Will, and Harley.
1: Yep, <gasps> oh, Stach yeah. Tina.
0: Stack Stack. Tina. And in first place, this is only fitting. Both tied with five for first place. We have Apollo and Meg.
2: Yay! Oh, that's really cute. Right? They're so baby.
0: That's really
2: (laughs) cute. That worked out so well.
0: Yeah, I'm glad that happened. Yeah. Big fan of them. This is crooked. Well, all right. That's all for this week
2: we're done with our first book that we didn't know what was going to happen
0: yeah i'm so excited to be like really in uh trials of apollo now me too any final thoughts for this book
2: it ate it was really strong so much better than i was expecting breakfast lunch
0: dinner and a snack
3: (laughs)
2: that's so true so true
0: well, folks, that's all for this week. Join us next week. Where we'll be watching. Uh,
1: the movie. The.
0: <gasps> oh, no, Ava forgot. What are we watching? We're watching the Lizzie McGuire, Lizzie McGuire movie. Because it's in Rome. Oh,
1: right. Yeah, I haven't seen it. But we're watching the Lizzie McGuire movie.
0: <laughs> I'm I leaving that entire thing in.
2: Yeah, okay.
1: <laughs> Neve, <laughs> That's on you. Yeah.
2: I didn't, okay, uh, make sure to follow us <laughs> on all your, all your social media. We're at Return to Camp on every platform that matters, and we also have a coffee account and a Redbubble store and a website Com.
0: Incredibly poor in all of our parts. Great job, guys.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Not like we do this every fucking week.
0: Love have it. Have a
3: good night. Have a good good
2: night. night.